Hello. I need to do some thank yous to Stephen and to Alan and Paul for inviting me here this morning. I am the Reverend Ian Stanford, and I am the rector of St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Redwood City. And I'm also a trans man, which may give you a clue why they invited me to come on Pride Sunday. <laughs> Today's gospel, I want to suggest, is actually perfect for pride. We have the scattering of seeds, and then we have the mustard seed parable. And we all know that the mustard seed parable, I'm hoping you're a little familiar with it, is the most smallest seed, and it gets in everything. It blows in the wind. It happens around, it ends up inside your wheat seeds and your other seeds, and you go to plant your field, and you end up with mustard and a mustard bush. And at the time of Jesus, this was not desirable. We might call it an invasive species today, because it would take over the fields. <clears throat> it was out of order. The farmer had an order, he wanted his crops, and then he had mustard. And it took over. It was disruptive. And I want to suggest that pride is like that. In fact, I want to suggest social justice movements are like that. Because what social justice movements do is they remind us about the heart of what Jesus preached. They remind us, in civil language, we say we're fighting for our rights and human dignity. In Christian language, we might put it slightly different. Now, I know our baptismal covenant says respect for all life and human dignity, but I want to suggest that in Christian language, what we might be trying to say to each other is that every single person was born in the image and likeness of God, and every single person is the beloved of God period. No exceptions. That is what pride means. It means to stand up for that ideal. And that's what different social justice movements has done, including the LGBTQ plus movement and all our other labels that we come up with. We are fighting for a recognition that we too are the beloved children of God. And I say that again, we are the beloved children of God, because even today, that is not always recognized, and it's certainly not always felt in one's heart. But I want to take us back to the idea of seeds. And I want, on these days, we typically will hear about Stonewall and all the prides and everything starting as of Stonewall. And it's true, it was an iconic event that happened. But seeds were planted way before Stonewall. And I want us to remember those seeds. Seeds were planted, even if we didn't completely agree with our politics, seeds were planted in the decades before that. Seeds were planted by people like the Medicine Society and Harry Hayes, who founded them, when they stood 
at the White House and protested. That was a seed. Closer to home, Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon started the Daughters of Belitis. They gathered with other lesbians for social support and they ended up protesting, not just for and lesbians, but for all manner of social justice. They came together in pride. They were seeds. And I wanna suggest it is our job to become those seeds. Let us step back a little bit and remember what that time was like. It wasn't that long ago. Same-sex consensual sexual activity was illegal. So was, when I was born, clothing of the opposite gender. Some of you may know this. It was called the Article of Three. You had to have on your body three articles of clothing from the sex of which you were assigned at birth, to put it in more modern language. And if you didn't, you were harassed and you were arrested. So when the police came into the bars, that's why they were coming into the bars. They could use that. That was part of what it meant. Crimes against nature was not just sexual activity. It was doing your gender in a way that was not appreciated. And to say that it affected just a small group of people, the ideology behind that is what governs society. So when I was a little girl, yes, I am a trans man, when I was a little girl living in Los Angeles in elementary school, I had to wear dresses to my public elementary school. Now, I will tell you, I hated wearing dresses. And the only caveat to get out of it was if it was below 68 degrees. Do you know how often it gets below 68 degrees for a high in Los Angeles? I checked every morning. Luckily, they invented squirts, and that kind of saved my life when I had the little flap, but it was shorts, and I was good with that. Anyway, it affects not just the people it is aimed at, but when social justice movements create oppression, it ricochets throughout society. The other thing we need to take note of is it's not just a civil rights for the state. Pride needs to happen in the church. The ideology, the support, for how our society is the way it is, is because of religion and specifically Christianity. So pride has to happen here. Again, there was a seed, a familiar name. Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon started along with members at Glide Memorial Church and other denominations got together in what was called the Council on Religion and the Homosexual. This was five years before Stonewall. In 1964, they had the first meeting and they established the first seeds. Now, when those people got together, 
they not only had a conversation, but it was one of the first conversations between actual LGBTQ people and religious people. They were both at the table. What a concept. They both had a con back and forth. They also decided that they would find ways, even within the laws of the land at that time, to support each other. Some of you may know this story. They decided to have a New Year's Eve ball. They worked out with the police that they weren't supposed to come. And they set it all up, and 600 plus people came to that ball. And then so did the police with the paddy wagons. In the midst and aftermath of that, not just gay and lesbians and drag queens and trans people were arrested. So was some straight lawyers who were allies. And when those allies went to court, they had other allies all around them of the legal field of San Francisco. And by the time the judge made the decision, he turned to the jury before the defense and said, they're not guilty. So it took clergy, it took lay people, it took LGBTQ people, it took straight people, it took everyone to stand up in pride. That is the seed that has to be done. And it has to be done now more than ever. Because what's happening right now, I will tell you that trans folks, non-binary folks are under attack. There are more than 250 legal bills out there that are anti-trans right now, running through different states. I believe the last number I saw was about 33 or 34 states. Most of them are aimed at folks under 18. They need help. So what do we do on this Pride Day? How do we become a mustard seed? We just have to be a mustard seed. We don't have to solve it all. We don't have to do it all. We don't have to be the bush because quite frankly, God creates the bush. God will water and nurture all of us in what we do. But we just have to take that first step. We just have to stand up and say, okay, I'll be a seed. I'll be a seed right here where I am. And stand up in pride. And then when someone falters or wonders, can I do it? Offer them a hand. Help them through that moment. We've all been there. We've all faced enough obstacles to wonder whether we could make it the next day. I certainly have as a trans man and as a priest and wondered if it all made sense. We've all been there. So when you're feeling that way, you also have to let people help you. This is where the community becomes the soil and the water and the light that feeds the seed. That is the challenge. So I offer to you this day, 
become the seed, become the love of God in the world, because that is what will transform it. One seed at a time. Amen.